Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Are you looking for a boutique, personalized professional development program with a group of like-minded dance studio owners? Why not join the Assemblée this year? The Assemblée is a six-month membership program guided by me, dance studio coach Claire O'Shea. I will work with a small group of studio owners to upscale their business every step of the way. The Assemblée includes specific coaching sessions curated for your needs every week, including a monthly masterclass, a group coaching session where you can come to me about anything going on in your studio, a co-working session and a goal review session. You will be supported to hit your studio growth goals and studio management structure with special guest teachers and expert training sessions. Not only will you receive these monthly calls, you will also have a quarterly goal planning session and a one-on-one session with me as well as an optional retreat event. To find out more, head to our socials or our website at assemblédancestudiocoaching.com forward slash the assemblée. Intake is limited and will be closing in February. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, I am doing a concert or recital review with my marketing and studio manager about all things concert related. So we recently just finished our end of year shows and we had some pretty big changes that we had to deal with this year. So we're doing a bit of a review, talking about what worked, what didn't. We're going to talk about things that we would change or add for next year. So we hope that this gives you an insight into how we do our shows and might give you some ideas of how things might work for you or some things you might like to include or change for future concerts for you. So if that is something that sounds interesting, be sure to listen to today's episode. Alrighty guys, so we finished our 2022 concert two and a half weeks ago now and we have had, I think, probably more positive feedback than we've ever had. Would you agree? Yeah. Just there was a lot of positive feedback on the day um, and so many people have really taken the time to reach out via messenger, Facebook comments, email, yeah, everything. It's been really, really great. Really positive. I don't think – I've not seen one piece of negative feedback from the concert. No. No. And that's not unheard of. Sometimes people are displeased that they didn't – little, you know, Susie didn't get a trophy or why didn't they get this where I think – I think – I think, I think, um, you know, there, there's things that you learn and that you anticipate people might be frustrated by. And I feel like I address it now, even in my speech. So before we do the awards, I address the kids and say that not everyone will get an award and we know that they're going to be very, um, happy for their friends. So I'm kind of coaching the parents into what is and is not acceptable, mm. um, by trying to teach the kids. So there's little things like that, that I've picked up over the time and not necessarily that that's the reason why they didn't complain um but it's definitely something you know that I think helps because it actually is educating people into why we're making the choices that we do for the awards and that's just sort of our personal choice I know there's some places that do an, a trophy and stuff for everyone which is great and fine if that works for you um but for us that's not something we do at the moment that sort of again overall it went really well any kind of initial thoughts from you guys better venue 
Oh, oh, sorry. Also, Nick and Mariah are here. Oh, hello. <laughs> I just jumped straight in. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, yes, so we were at a new venue and a better venue this yep. year. That Like mm-hmm. our other venue worked, but it was a church. And so yep. there was quite a few limitations. Yeah, and just like the... Like, I feel like the venue that we are at now um, is made for shows. Yeah. Like, it's 100%. just designed specifically for shows and yeah. where the dressing rooms are compared to where the stage is, mm-hmm. quick change rooms, like, everything where is where it needs to be for a, a successful show. Um, whereas last <laughs> year, you know, or years before at our, our previous venue – you know, we had to do had to go out cross country to get to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if it's we had to have a wet weather plan, yeah, yeah we had and to be careful that like little barbed wire. Two helpers to a group to get yes. them through safely, like yeah, yeah. And there was yeah, there was just a lot of like things that we had to adapt and change and make strategies for, which again we just got used to doing because that yeah. was the only venue that we could find slash have that was. Yeah appropriate for us at the time and it really did work through COVID yeah because we were able to spread out a lot more and it actually again worked out really well the um the parents enjoyed it a lot more as well um yeah the new venue because of the bar (laughs) yeah and the and just like the food options as well Mm. I mean our last one had um you know a cafe as well it was a church there was no alcohol no so at this one we had a bar which they all seemed to thoroughly enjoy um so yeah I think all in all like we found the venue a more positive experience and so did the parents and Mm. the kids I I think initially because again it is a more professional better venue there is higher fees so we had to charge a higher ticket price which is something I was really concerned about and you know we did get some feedback that the tickets were quite expensive and I agreed with them they were quite expensive but unfortunately there was just no other option if we you know we had to make x amount of money to cover the cost um so there was a bit of inquiring issues about that at first but I feel like those complaints or inquiries came before the show they did yeah. and I like think no afterwards one afterwards went oh that was too dear for yeah. what that was yeah, yeah. no no yeah. one said that and again it's just everyone has a different budget and that is completely yeah. understandable we do our best before they even sign up for the show to tell them what the cost will be and so we had outlined the ticket costs as well um and when I did point that out to a few people they just said oh I didn't read it and there's only so much you can do. So you can't mm. make people read the info. But that, you know, I was a bit, I was a bit, oh, like a bit worried about that. Um, but I think that as soon as they walked into the venue, they could see that it wasn't um, a cheap place. No. So it was definitely well worth um, the money, the extra money it cost to hire, um, as well as the extra ticket costs. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just, the, even like like Nick, I might not have heard, like sort of mentioned about, um the front of house staff like they were just so helpful like mm. wanting to help all the time oh can we sell tickets can we get you this can we get you that where that wasn't always our experience so mm. that was just even that was such an amazing change and I as the business owner didn't even really think about how a different venue could have such a positive effect I just I yeah. didn't I didn't really anticipate that and it's something that I've been like thoroughly pleased with I, I thought it would help us practically but I just didn't think about how the experience would feel as a whole yeah yeah I agree with that actually mm-hmm. I think I mean like we 
us three have been to that venue before and we always think it's so great but I feel like there were so many there that had never been to Flinders. It's a it's a, a local private school to us but they have literally a state-of-the-art performing yeah. arts venue it's incredible yeah. you can google it it's beautiful uh, it is um but yeah what I was saying is like no one had been to that sort of venue before for our concerts obviously um, we had a few we have a few kids that go to Matthew Flinders but not yeah, a lot so it's not and like, like comps a, and things like that as well but I just yeah it's funny actually I didn't think about what the overall experience would be we were just excited because we knew the venue and we thought it was gonna oh, be sick even yeah. just like having space to stand and oh, take photos yeah. beforehand and you know like slowly make your way in yeah like at, at our last <laughs> venue we had to put tape down to go backstage because there was so much stuff in the way that we were scared the kids were going to trip so we had to create like pathways where they're just everything's clear there's wide hallway mm-hmm. again it was built for a reason yeah. and they did it brilliantly so mm-hmm. that was sort of my biggest takeaway mm-hmm. um other than that was we've already talked about this when we took over the studio we knew we were going to have additional concerts this year and we but we only had a certain amount of days booked or that we could get at our venue. So essentially we had two 12-hour days. Big days, yeah. And we had to fit two locations but three variations of shows into those two days plus rehearsals. And our one of our uh, locations does two shows because they're bigger and have more parents. So we were concerned that they would not all fit in one show. Um so, again, we had a very limited amount of time to get it done. And we structured it really well. I'm like, I'm really happy with how we did it. Our rehearsal day, I felt, was – it was very full on and it was a big day and it felt like a big day. And I think that it it wasn't – chaotic is not the right word, but it was very busy. Mm. Um, potentially just because – there was, you know, a lot of people hadn't been to the venue before and we're trying to figure that out. Also, um, our first time. Our yeah. first time. And I think that's something that I didn't anticipate as much. But I, on the concert day, I felt so mm. much better. Oh, and yeah. the, the vibes were just so mm. much higher because we knew yeah. what we were doing. We had a few issues on the rehearsal day, very minor, running to five to ten minutes late, and that caused um, some feedback, which is – I'm just rolling my eyes, but um, – you know, so we were running, you know, very minor over time, but there was a few like traffic flowing issues. So we sort of went back and had to think like, oh, how could we improve that? So we just sort of changed the layout of the tables. We used that this venue has two stories. So we used exit and entries at different points and that worked incredibly well and oh, something yeah. that we would definitely do moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're listening to this, there's always things that if you feel like, oh, you know, from your rehearsal or from the previous year, like something was clunky or you got you know, people were just agitated or you just didn't feel like really comfortable. Like there's always little things that you can just change, whether it be literally the positioning of a table, it can really change a lot. Um, So just something to consider. Mm -hmm. I know not always everyone has a team to bounce ideas off, but like you might have a family member or someone who's worked in event management that might be able to help you out. Um, But I think those couple of changes that we made from the rehearsal to the concert were like just like they changed so much. Yeah. I agree. Mm. Yeah, that the whole sign-in process and things like that was, um, yeah, a bit hectic at the rehearsal. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like you said, once we've had that discussion, it was fixed and everyone was on their merry way. Yeah, and we also talked about it was new for us, but it was 
it was new for one of our location. They'd never been to that venue. And then the new thing for our other location was that they had been to the venue before, but they hadn't been there with us. Mm-hmm. So it was like there was this bit of like, oh, is, you know, there was a bit of uncertainty. They were used to yeah. their norm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. the sign-in process they had not done before. Yeah. So, mm. And so yeah. there was just a few things that, you know, there was probably just going to be a bit of, like, questions about, not even pushback, but just a bit of, like, un- uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, where by once they did it at the rehearsal, at concert, they just sort of, whoop, like, yeah. knew what was happening, knew why we did the, the reason that we did. Um and yeah, I just felt like it was so much smoother. But in overall, like I woke up the next day and I was just like, oh, that went so well. Mm. Where I said to Kurt, like sometimes most concerts, I'm like, that went well, but we could have improved on this. Or I'm already thinking about things I would change for the next year, which isn't, this is the way I am. But this year I really was like, oh, if I thought about it, there would be a couple little things. I was like, oh, that was odd. Or why did that kid hide there? Or, you know, <laughs> things like that. But um in general, I was just like, it went so well. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So I was really, really pleased. Yeah. Um, so I guess one of the main sort of key takeaways is like, think about your venue. I just, I didn't, like, obviously, like, it sort of seems obvious now, but I just sort of got so used to doing it the way we did it mm. that I never even thought like, oh, should I How about inquire? a different venue? Yeah, I just got to thought, well, that's where we go. Yeah. But does it, did it have to be? No, well, we know now it didn't. Yeah. You were going to say something else? I was just going to say, but it didn't really make it. It was fine on the concert day, but I was just going to say the length of time between one location leaving compared to when Mm. another arrived. A little bit tight. But then I suppose when we had figured out the second plan where some was upstairs, some was downstairs, I didn't notice Mm. that as much um, that second time around at the concert time. But that rehearsal one going, oh, they're going to be here when they're leaving. Or people arriving like early. Early, Which is great. Yeah. Um, You know, and then having one concert on and then rehearsals after that, those parents from the concert were lingering you know, after the, the concert. Which is, again, oh, which is fine, fine. But it yeah. just made it a bit tricky. Yeah. Mm. So it's just sort of learning yeah. new things. Um, but do. overall, it was the concert day went really smooth. And I do think, like we said, though, that we had to make those choices with the two days that we had. 100%. So we've yeah. already put in requests for more time. And if, if that's not always possible, sometimes venues just say, no, apologies, like we just can't fit anymore. So we'll have to kind of rethink about you know having I will definitely keep um the uh, two locations there but we might have to look at you know having other concerts at other venues as well which again will be something that we learn and adapt but I think it would be better in terms of time management in terms of flow and then being able because of one thing I did sort of feel not sad well a little sad I'm like a bit like that after like for instance on our show day we had um, one location they had two shows back to back and then the the second location came and I wasn't able to spend any time with the kids or the parents mm. or anything after our first location um, I know some of the teachers did and that was good as well to you know because but like I had things I had to do I yeah. had to be making sure the next group was ready I had to clear the stage I had you know there was just things I had to do so really after I finished the awards I kind of made sure the kids were leaving I did like sort of wave and thank mm. people and accept yeah, the so thanks true. but I wasn't I didn't have I didn't have a single photo with a kid I didn't get to congratulate the award recipients again which is something that I think 
in a general sense is really important. Yeah. Um, but I, those people never said anything, and I don't. I don't they wouldn't. No. They wouldn't have been like, well, "Where's Claire?" They honestly wouldn't have thought about it. But it's just something I think, as a studio, it's important to be. Yeah. You know, you're the face of the business. So you need to be out there and you know thanking people. And I genuinely enjoy doing that. So I did feel kind of like, oh, that was a shame. Yeah. And then as well, at the end of the Maruchidor show, it I kind of had to be like, we need to get out because mm. we've used our time. Yeah. yeah. Where if we had one less show, we could have sort of dragged it a little bit longer f- to well, say the thank. The yeah. Just we would have had more time. Yeah. We just would have had more time to just really you know yeah have the time basically yeah that was another thing i sort of yeah. noticed yeah yeah anything else from munich no i agree i think another like positive from this venue was how well we could structure our helpers and yeah. delegate jobs specifically yeah i also think though this is like from just an insight like my mum used to help with all like the front of house stuff so mm. i never really even thought about it i was just like oh mum will do it um because she sort of organized my relatives and her friends and things where my mum now doesn't really have much to do. Like she comes and supports, but she just watches Goldie and just enjoys the show. So that was sort of my job again. So I just really was like, okay, these are the 10 roles that we have. Who who should Who's best at this? Who's best at that? What volunteers do we have? Do we need more? And sort of done it, did it that way. And I think that worked well. And I think that Again, we'll streamline, but like that jobs folder that we had was good. Yeah, because sure. then people felt um, empowered to mm. know what their role was and to know where to help versus just standing around being like, mm. "Oh, I think I'm meant to be doing." And X. then it also wasn't your responsibility to know that on the day. Mm. You weren't thinking like, "Okay, where are these thirteen people mm. going to be?" It was everyone could kind of just yeah. show themselves where they needed to be. Yeah, because we do have obviously we have our teachers and everyone there, but we do have a lot of like parent helpers mm. and family members that come and assist with more of the you know, sign in, the ushering, the all of that yeah. element. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So that was our sort of learnings. Yeah, we hope that that might give you a few ideas on a couple of things that you might look at doing for your concert or recital moving forward. So thank you so much for joining me today and I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemble Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.